like people were actually there to connect and collaborate. It's like, we got to do something with this energy. Hey, entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day. I am your host, Chris Ward. And today we have a super interesting guest, Jake Anderson. Now he's been in the entrepreneur field, helping people, growth-minded entrepreneurs wanting to scale their business for over 10 years. And he has a very awesome uh, podcast, which I have had the luxury of being on called Introspective. And today I really have just sort of plucked Jake out of, out of the middle of a busy week for him because I've seen him, I've been watching him do some really amazing stuff in the last number of weeks. He's sort of been pivoting and really expanding to what he's doing. And I thought, you know, I know he's in the throes of it, but I thought let's get him on and have a conversation real time about what's working and not working because he's really tapping into some things that we talk about all the time, which is building a community. But I think it's so for me, you know, I get inundated and I get this whole, uh, uh, I don't know, grouped out. I'm like all Facebook grouped out. Everyone's promised me this and that and this and that. But I really saw a movement develop in a short period of time. So I want you to help me welcome Jacob. Jacob, sorry, I have a very little important person in my life called (laughs) Jacob. (laughs) We're not that close. I can call him Jacob. Uh, Help me welcome Jake to the show. Jake, welcome. Thank you so much. And actually, my my birth name is Jacob. So technically, you were correct there. Um, I go by Jake for short. So that's funny. <laughs> yes, I do so have much. a I have a combo in my life, Jacob and Rain, that are very powerful in, in my happiness. And so I think I reverted to Jacob. So anyhow, okay, so Jake, tell us what's going on, because I did see you create quite a movement. Uh, you know what, you're what I would call a business buddy. And so I'm always keeping an eye on what you're doing. And you really are getting a, a, a brighter and bigger audience and a following in a short period of time with some things that you're doing. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, it's, I'm going to be fully transparent here. A lot of this was kind of in a way discovered by accident, but it all wrapped around one central idea as far as human connection, right? I thought about human connection as the, as the epicenter to how I want to serve and really creating more meaningful relationships. So what happened was I launched my podcast on August 10th, which was about a week ago. And prior to that launch, I thought, okay, well, what do I want to do? Like, I don't, I personally, I can't stand feeling like I'm like living within the mold of the status quo of of business, right? Like I'm always looking for something different that I can do to, to be able to really make my brand stand apart. So I had, before that, I had attended this really cool virtual event and it was almost, they call them dinners, but it's Mm -hmm. not, but it's, it's virtual, right? Like, so you got people on a zoom call, but it feels like, a nice okay. evening. Are you eating while you're on the zoom call? 
I had a glass of wine actually. So oh, okay. it was, it's, it's a relaxing event. And this is the thing, this is so, what's just so interesting about it was I thought, you know, I want to have that as part of my launch. I want to have okay. a launch event. So I used a launch event to launch my podcast. And, and now that I'm looking back, like you can use this to launch your community or your program. But what it does is it builds this momentum of energy. And that's what I was looking for because I saw the energy that came from that one event that I attended. And I said, I want that energy for my launch because that's Okay, so powerful. let me let me jump in. I always promise people interrupt them because when you start saying wise things, I want to break it down and unpack yeah. it. So what you're saying is you were doing an event or, or you were wanting to launch something. And so mm -hmm. in tying that in, you said, hey, let's sort of have an event, which is on Zoom and sort of have a little, I guess, a virtual little party. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. It's just a way to celebrate, but celebrating through relationship and creating connection with one another. And okay. that, it was really simple. It was, that's really what it was. It was just an event that I wanted to put on to celebrate the launch of my podcast. Now, what makes this different from the fact that A, I wouldn't even want to throw a house party and oh, what if people, like when I was younger, I'd be like, oh, what if somebody didn't come, right? So yeah. there's that. And then there's the same thing only amplified virtually, like it's hard enough to get people on webinars and everything else. So if I mm -hmm. promise all these people like, oh, I want you to make connections, yeah. you know, the inner fearful person, I don't live by fear, but we're all still human. Now you're like, oh, two, three people show up when 50 said they would. So now we're yeah. making connections with three people. How, how do you navigate around that or stomach it? Mm. Like I know you're yours was yeah. a roaring success, but yeah. you know, you are very uh, persuasive and charming for whatever, what about the rest of us humanoids who are a little bit less persuasive and charming? Like how do you stomach it and how do you make sure people show up? That's such a great question. And I'll tell you what I did. And we're going to get super tactical here with you on this, because this is really important for this to work. First off, you have to make it feel exclusive. That's, that's so important. So what I did was okay. I pulled up a Google Docs oh. or Google Sheet and I went, I, now you gotta hustle a little bit in this part. So I went okay. into my Facebook Messenger, I went on my Facebook profile and I listed out a hundred people who I've had some level of connection with, whether it be through okay. Messenger or just through the comment threads. And I feel like there's like an alignment of values there and energy and we kind of yeah. are looking for the same thing. So I first, that's why the first thing I did, I listed out those hundred people. And then I created a, um, just a, you know, we, we're, we're trying to streamline. We don't want to do anything too redundant, but there is a little bit of a hustle here. And I sent private individual messages, right? Right. To each of those hundred people. I will say it worked because I was in the middle of a move and I couldn't attend. It was a, a, a bad timing for me with the day and the hour. And it pained me. Like I felt awful when I had to say, oh my gosh, I won't be able to attend because yeah. you were so sincere and it was personalized and you like you, it's, you know, you know what, it, you know what it reminds me of? They say, I think, let me, hopefully I get this right. They say back in the days with Jay Leno and David Letterman, when they had that whole late night competitive thing. Mm -hmm. One of the things that Jay Leno did, which, which the other, you know, other hosts and other shows felt was sort of cheating is instead of having the PR person or their, uh, what do you call it? Their guest, whatever the title is, the guest manager calling the guests, Jay mm -hmm. Leno himself would call them. Yeah. So then you'd have to, I can't say no to him, but I could have said to his, you know, the person that fills the spots for the guests, whatever that big official term is that I'm wasting time trying to articulate, they would, you know, get, oh, I'm sorry, I can't attend your show. But when Jay calls you personally, then, you know, you're like, oh my gosh. So I did, I felt horrible that I couldn't attend. So I think that's, 
I mean, I'm not a big fan of the robotic thing. When I get that in Facebook, I don't even bother because it's like, well, we're step one. I'm letting you know this is a robo. We want to make sure that, you know, this is a real relationship. So you want to know it's real, but you've sent a robot to ask me if it's real. So I'm done. I'm out. This is right. not how it's going to work. Yeah. So, and then there's just the automated stuff. People get such a kick out of when I leave an audio message. I always say, hey, I'm so glad we connected. Yeah. And I go through their feed. And I start liking stuff and I tell them what I like and they think it's this big secret. So I think what you've done is you've taken that up a level and now invited them to a virtual party and said, look, you're yeah. special. I'm, I'm not inviting everyone. You've been mm -hmm. hand selected and you say it in your sincere Jake voice where we all just feel so horrible when we have to say no. <laughs> and <laughs> so that was step one, because when you first started telling me about this, I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. You say you're going to go to a webinar and you, you click in yeah. and then you don't and all this stuff. Yeah. So so you're really taking it back, as we always say, putting the social back in social media, but you're going old school. And so that's how you, because you did get quite an attendance. Yeah. So you're, you're inevitably going to have a haircut from who you invite, right? I, I, yeah. I started with, in fact, I had over 70 verbal confirmations and 30 of them showed up. So you, right. you, you got, you know, it's, in, but this is the thing. This was, and, and I, hopefully I'm not jumping too far head here but like after the event happened i took a screenshot of like the people that were there and i posted yeah. it at night on my profile and i had people like oh my gosh i wish i was there like i think there yeah. was a little bit of fomo that kicked in or like yeah. wow this yeah. wasn't and the other thing too chris that was interesting when i was sending out those private invites there were several people that was responded and i got a lot of like responses like you're talking about like oh i feel bad i can't go and it's like oh it's okay i you know i just want to acknowledge yeah. the fact that you're somebody who i respect and you have to acknowledge people in those in those yeah. messages you send out like that the, that you're i'm inviting you because i respect you and i think that your energy would be really welcomed into this into this event and make it sincere so but there were people who would respond to me and say i can't make it but can you send me the replay and I kind of oh, okay. like, I kind of laughed in my head for a little bit. I'm like, there's no replays on human connection. <laughs> like this is not, a, this is not another webinar or training. That's not yeah. what I'm doing. And, if, and I feel like there's and not everybody. Dude, you're not getting this. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, this is a time to connect and build relationships. This is not about me getting on a stage like, training you. You know, when you're a teenager and you think, dear God, if I miss that party, the whole life. Could, could you send me the replay? Because there's a, you know, a girl I might want to hit on in the replay. I couldn't <laughs> attend the party, but yeah. hook me up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so this is really interesting to me. So, and I did, then I was like, so I think what also you're setting people up is the next time you reach out and call, you're like, well, Jimmy crickets, I'm not going to miss that one. Look what happened the last one. So you're yeah. setting yourself up so that like, treat me seriously. When I say we're going to do an event, this is, you don't want to be missing out on the second one. So now yes. you pre-frame for the second one. Yes, absolutely. And, and the, the event went spectacular. There are people who actually, um, teared up from the event. Like that's how powerful it was because people really felt like they actually had a chance to really connect with people on a deeper level. And the way that events is designed, it's scalable too. Cause that's the thing. It's like, wait a second, like there's going to be 70 people in a zoom call. How in the world is this going to work? Well, right. we use, how does we use, that work? We, well, I'll, I'll give you some insight. So we actually, we make it feel like a dinner. So when people come onto the zoom call, we've got, we've got, uh, like some music playing in the background. I welcome oh. people as they come in. I've got a glass of wine, like, you know, get relaxed. Like it feels relaxing. And then it's like, as people oh. are coming in, I'm like, Chris, hey, welcome. Welcome to the event. And you see people popping in and I'm just kind of introducing them. I take a 10 minutes just to give them some context. Like, hey, welcome everybody. Thanks for coming here. 
Um, you know, just going to go over some things as what to expect. But there was also, and I'm not going to go too detail into, there was like a little presentation. It was like five minutes. Mm -hmm. But what it was, because we had a form for people to fill out. And it was just basically to talk about like where they're at now and where they want to go. And okay. we use those answers in a, in a disguised way to kind of reveal to people, it's like, listen, there's some people here that don't even know where to start. There's some people here who feel trapped in their business. There's some people here who are really have these desires to make an impact of, you know, helping, you know, people in some capacity, right? And it makes it very relatable for people. And that was kind of our right. way of segueing into it. And then what we would do is, um, and I had Curran, who's my partner in kind of this new program we're creating. He's the one who actually facilitated the whole event. I sat back and enjoyed it, right? Like he was right. kind of like my event host. Okay. So he would ask a question. And it was a question um, that would that would spark some deeper conversation. And then you would randomly get put into a breakout room with one or two other people. And he, each of you would have five minutes to listen and answer the question with each other. So you started building these deeper connections. And then after that breakout room, everybody would come back to the main lobby or main Zoom. And then we would pick people to just share their experience of what they learned from the person, the people who were there speaking to. And then we would go to, through two or three more of those questions. And that was basically it. It was just a way so, to kind of pull people together. Yeah. Let me jump in here too, because I think you also something, you skimmed over something I think is important is you were like the host of the party and then you had a facilitator of the party, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And I think that's really important because I know one year for my birthday, I thought, oh, because in the summer we had a pool and we were always a place and, you know, you can feed people in large masses by a pool because they'll accept any kind of hamburger, hot dog and potato chips. So we were always the gathering place in the summer. So one year we decided my husband really wanted to do this big thing for my birthday, which the man could not plan like a party for like two people. So I was like, let's, that's very stressful and never fun. Uh, we'll do it at our house and you know, uh, that's fine. I'll invite all my favorite people and the family and stuff and whatever. And it was like, it was the most ridiculous, dumbest thing I've ever done because you can't host the party and be the guest at the same time. Right. So here mm -hmm. I am, you know, everyone say, Oh no, we'll take care of it. But they didn't know where the cups were. And I ended yeah. up, I could barbecue better than him and blah, blah, blah. So right. it reminds me of that where I thought it would be really fun and actually was awful because I should have been mm -hmm. talking to people that I barely got to speak to. I fed them well, but I didn't get to spend time with them. So that reminds me of what you're doing here, especially when there's tech involved and new people chiming in. It would be really easy to think, oh, I should be the host. I reached, or I, I'm, I reached out to them, so I'll just take care of it all. But you got to enjoy it, and then you had like a facilitator, a right-hand guy. Yeah, so absolutely. I think that's also a big thing where a lot of us would have been distracted because now I'm talking to you, and I'm trying to make you feel welcome, and I hear chiming in my ear from Zoom, so I better let that next person in. And yeah. so the shuffle would get lost. Okay, so that's another big thing that you did differently. Yeah. I think that you just skimmed over. Yeah. So how long was the event? Uh, it's two hours. It's a two hour okay. event. So wow. it's, okay. it's, yeah, it's like a, and you know, this is the thing, like I come from the special events industry. Like that's where my first company was started. Ah, and, the secrets uh, are coming out now yeah, people. So, okay. So, so, <laughs> so you're not just like, you're not just born smart. Okay. You're smart <laughs> and you have some experience. Okay. Yeah. All right. So everybody pause now. So what you did is, you took your party planning experience and you made it virtual where the rest of us really, to be honest, what we've done, even like I was using Skype and zoom long before 
most people knew. Like I just thought even when I had business across town, like 10 minutes from me, you'd have to, you know, a lot for time for driving and walk in. How are you? Blah, blah, blah. So I was doing my, my stuff on like introducing yeah. it to people. Like let's do it on Skype and let's do it on zoom and you can see my computer and la la la. Right. So, mm-hmm. but most of us came from a background of, okay, we did networking and we had meetings on, you know, in person. Now we're taking them online. But you really, I think this is a huge part that you're overlooking or, or not bragging up enough is now you took the social. So you took a cocktail party and you brought it online, really. Now, yeah. can people come and go as they please? Like how, what's the etiquette on that? Do you get to sneak uh, out the back door like you do in life? <laughs> you can. I mean, and, and I, you know, it's two, it's dedicated for two hours. Obviously you're going to get the most out of it if you stay the whole time, but there were okay. people who were like, I listen, I love it. I'm, I'm enjoying it, but I, I do have to get going. And, um, and that's fine. Um, it's sure. not, it's completely acceptable if, if you feel like you need to go. I'm not going to call you out or anything. It's, it's okay. It's not a Good problem. to know. <laughs> so, yeah, it's not a problem. But, but in, in going back to just like my background, so I started an event lighting company, which was very successful in 2012. And, uh, and I just remember like that, it kind of makes me think of the difference between, because we are actually have, we have a program for it and there's two tiers to it. But there's a, uh, it kind of reminds me of, like you've got the DIY, we did a lot of weddings. So it's like you had the DIY bride who would kind of plan yeah. her own wedding and kind of do her own thing. And, you know, it would typically go well. There were sometimes be yeah. some fires, but you also notice that on the day of the event that they were dealing with some stress because yes. they're also trying yeah. to enjoy it. But also if there's an issue with a vendor or what happened, oh my yeah. gosh, the amount of logistics with the you're wedding the, is insane. You're a point person. Yeah. Yeah, Which you're I said, the point person. Like, even with my birthday, it was all my family and friends in my backyard. They've been in there a thousand times. So I thought half of them would know where the, like, go get this or go, oh, no, yeah. I'll get that for you, right? So I thought it could not be simpler, and it wasn't. Like, it could yeah. not have been more, it's a barbecue beside a pool. I'll throw in some hamburgers, hot dogs, everybody come. Could not be simpler, and it was really stressful for me. So, yes, right. I see what you're saying. So that amplifies it a thousand percent mm-hmm. when you're talking about a wedding. So what happens next? What's your next plan? So you made these deep connections with people. They responded. You did a fabulous job. Where mm-hmm. do you go from there? So this is where um, I just rode the wave of momentum. And because everything was intentional up to the launch event. And I was like, all right, I know like you have this huge increase of energy that happens, right? And energy is okay. neither created nor destroyed, right? It can only be transferred. So you have all this energy that's created from this event. There's people that are, I mean, it was the emotions and just the connection was insane. So I'm like, I've got to do something with this energy. Mm -hmm. So I transferred it to my Facebook group. So I started the next day, I opened up a Facebook group and I knew I was going to open one, but I was going to wait on it. I was like, no, I've got to get people here now. I can't like wait for making every little thing perfect and polished. I want to get them in there now. And I didn't have a welcome message or anything. I, I, so I took everybody from that event. I sent them another message and say, hey, listen, thank you so much for uh, being here yesterday. Listen, I just opened up my community. I'd love for you to come in. We're going to do more of these um, every month. And, and it's something I want to continue to really just run with. Just this human connection that we just established here, finding more ways that we can connect with each other. Everybody was like, yes, I'll be there. I'll be there. And then like that day, I put so, a post up. 
Let yeah. me jump in for a sec because I think it's really important. So what you're saying is you didn't stop and you didn't get all like, <laughs> I used to say called pulling a Chris, trying to get it all perfect and oh, they showed mm -hmm. up and the event was so good. So I want to make the Facebook look group good. So I'll work on that for a week or two. And then it took longer and you lost the momentum. Yeah. But not only did you not get caught up in that normal entrepreneurial trap, but also because you had those relationships developed, because there was that sincere connection, yeah. again, people give you a lot more leeway. Like, listen, I really enjoyed last night and it seemed to have connected with a lot of people. I don't want to lose this momentum. Jump into the group. It's, you know, it's like inviting somebody over to your house when you're in the middle of, reno in the middle of renovations. It's like, yeah. yeah, I know it's raw, but I want you to see the house I bought. You can come back later and see when it's finished, but take a look at it now. So you yeah. really took action. And I think that's, something that a lot of us then get caught up in semantics. So, so then you move them to the Facebook group. Good job. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I moved in a Facebook group and I just, I, I put up a post and I said, I'm going to go live at three o'clock today. I'm just going to tell you what we're going to do here. Some of the things we're going to okay. do. And I had okay. some kind of an idea, but I remember in that live and I thought, you know what? I want to hear their feedback. I'm kind of curious of what like mm. they thought of the event. And maybe that would be a good way to get people talking in this Facebook group. There's already a lot of energy. There's, there's a lot of people that are excited from last night. So I went live and I said, you know, these are some of the things that I'm planning on doing here. I said, but you know, if you don't mind, would you, would you, for people who were at the event last night, would you mind going live here and just sharing your feedback? And I get, and I give them structure. Like, I think it's important because sometimes people are like, well, yeah. I don't know what to say. So I'm like, okay, tell me what, we, what was your expect expectation? Um, yeah. What did you find the most valuable from the event? And then also what was something you found to be unique? Like I gave them okay. just three questions to answer. And then it was just like, people were going live and, and, and I started seeing that there was a deeper connection. And this is the thing, Chris, that was that like, this is an aha moment I had from this because I'm in breakout rooms with people too. It's not just like I'm sitting back and they're all doing it. Like I'm in there with them and collaborating. And I remember thinking like Justine Mater was somebody and we had a really amazing conversation. Well, now when Justine posts something on Facebook or when she goes live, it's like that means something different to me now. Mm -hmm. like than it did before because we've actually mm -hmm. had some real connection so when she makes a post or she's saying something like i now know her story and right. there's deeper connections so when you do that within a big group of people there were inside yeah. jokes people were dropping like it yeah. felt like it was a real community like people were actually there to connect and collaborate it's like we got to do something with this energy so that's kind of where I'm at right now with it. And I've been finding other really creative ways that people have been leaning into and ways that are, that, again, like we got to also think about our own time, right? And we got right. to think about the scalability of things, but the, the energy and the idea is what you're, what you're building, right? And, and it's that idea of human connection. So there's different like little tactics and things that I've been doing in my Facebook group that don't even really require my own management. It's actually right. something that they're independently doing. I'm just creating, I'm playing architect. I'm like building the, the infrastructure and letting them live in that infrastructure to connect and build those relationships with one another. Cause you say that, and I hear that all the time. And so it's going to sound like I'm a, a you know, not a nice person. I truly am, but I'm a person that I've had to learn that I have to 
protect my time, right? Yeah. I have to be purposeful with it or else it's just like, I always compare it to a glass of water. You can water a plant, you can clean the counter, you can have a sip, you can do a whole bunch of things, maybe not in that order. But when you take that glass of water and just spill it all to the floor, you get no use to it, right? And that's what you do mm -hmm. with your time. And yeah. it, lots of times I'll connect with people on Facebook. They're new. I'll check out, as I said, I'll check out their feed. I'll make a comment and they send them a audio message. And I'm like, yeah. And then they get, sometimes they'll send back to me like, oh yeah, I really love your stuff. I want to hear more about what you do. What's your business? And they haven't looked mm -hmm. at my stuff at all because they don't know what is it you do? Well, if I have to answer that, you haven't given me the time of day. Let's hop on a call so we can collaborate and I can find out what you do. Well, I don't have the bandwidth for that. I would yeah. be doing like last week, I think I got that six times. So that would have been like, you know, oh my gosh, close to six hours by the time you get them on and off and scheduling and all this craziness. So when you talk about deeper collection, uh, connections, I often, you know, that's going to be dismissed initially because it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody says that. And then yeah. they want to hop on a call. They don't know you at all. And they just want to eat up your time. And there's no agenda. There's no intention. There's no mm -hmm. purpose. And it just sounds like, you know, I, I free stuff, right? And I'm all about yeah. giving free. I mean, we actually right now are giving out a free gift. You can check that out, free gift from chris.com with some training that we created. I'm about that or a strategy call we started giving out free. But then there's a purpose, right? And I'm at least giving back or there's a movement or whatever. But just running around saying, let's, we have nothing to base this on, but let me eat up your time and you yeah. sell me or whatever. It doesn't make sense. So I think you're really giving this whole relationship stuff, some meaning, some depth, some sincerity, and you're doing it in a really quick, really short amount of time. Yeah. And it's, and it's trying to, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this because things are so new right now with what's yeah. happened. It's like trying to put some context around it and giving it, giving just the idea even more meaning and structure. And, and that's yeah. what happens when you like action creates clarity. Right. And like, yeah. that's why it's like, you know what, why wait a week to launch my Facebook group? Like, let's just get in here, get people yeah. in and start taking action and start molding this idea and giving it Fabulous. shape and structure. And over the week, it's like so much has happened already in this group. But one of the things, and this is just, I'm just going to give you one example of something. It's an idea. Yeah, give us, that I try. we I'm have to you, wrap up. I could talk to you all day, but yeah. as we wrap up, give us one more example. Let me give you just an example of just, just okay. something that you can do in your Facebook group Okay. that can help um, build these connections in a way that doesn't eat up all of your time. Right. Okay. So I call it's there. So Facebook now has these Facebook rooms, right? It's just basically like Zoom that's native yeah. within on the platform. So I created a little process on how to build a hot seat room for yourself. And yeah. I thought, okay, we all have something we're working on. We're all looking for feedback. Everybody's come into this space feeling connected now. So what, how else can I create more connections? So I did this hot seat room and basically I created a Canva template that they can use. They just replace their, their graphic, replace some text. They create the event. And they say, hey, I'm doing a hot seat room on this day at this time. And this is the thing I'm going to discuss. I'm going to get in the hot seat for a minute. Who wants to come in and help me like just give some feedback? Okay. And I thought this is either going to crash miserably <laughs> okay. or it's going to be very successful. And there's people making hot seat rooms and people are joining. And like they're okay. like, I don't have and, and it doesn't even require me. But the thing okay. is, is this building community connection there within that gotcha. community that's continuing okay. to feed into the energy of the group and that's the, that's the goal is like you don't want your group to be this 
thread of like nothing but you making posts and then there's like yes. one comment and a couple likes yeah like that's not my community at all it's because people no. are, are actually becoming connected i'm the audience and you're the teacher and there's a lot of groups around like right. that you're in them for three days and every day it's boom 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 like they'll just yeah. wear you down to sell yeah well jake uh, and as your mother calls you, Jacob, Jake, <laughs> it's been a pleasure. And I'm so excited. We, we pulled you off your busy week to get you on here. It's just awesome. And I, I think you, you know, your only challenge is going to be is you feel like stomping your feet and say, no, no, when I say this, I mean it. I know everyone else says it, but I mean it. Yeah. So Jake, where can people find you? Facebook, I guess. Yeah, I mean, right now, the best place to, to connect with me is, is in my group. Uh, it's called the okay. Core Collective, and it's just okay. www.growmycore.com. Okay, we'll make sure to put that in the show notes. Thank you again so much for hopping on here with us. And uh, yeah, Jake, I will be sure to catch your next event. And thank you again. Thanks so much. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. It was a good time. Hey listeners, I've got a super special gift for you. See, I want to create a movement because I think your business should support your life, not consume it. So I have created the Win the Hour, Win the Day Team Builder Training for free. I'm not kidding you. So don't miss out. Free gift from Chris, K-R-I-S.com. Free gift from Chris.com.